This is Stick to Sports Podcast with Noah and Logan. Welcome to the Stick to Sports Podcast, the podcast where our opinions are the only ones that matter. It's Noah. It's Logan. I am so sorry. There was a, a pause of just awkwardness because I, d- I don't know what that was heading into heading into that, Logan. How, how are you, Logan? How are you doing? Just great. Just great. You say just great all the time, and I always have to tell you, Logan, you don't sound just great. I'm, I'm dying because of the pollen. <laughs> it's okay, Logan. I, as a... As a person who doesn't suffer with that much allergies, I feel for you. Well, you know, if I didn't live in the middle of nowhere, I probably wouldn't be that bad. But this is, this is true. But you know, pollen is pollen, and they're only gonna get worse from here, buddy. Well, didn't have that problem when I was. It's, it's all right. I don't need that right now, Logan. Come on. Anyway, Logan, uh, it's a it's a beautiful day, Memorial Day weekend. I hope I hope your long weekend was good. Um, even though every single day rained except for Monday, I hope you're you enjoyed your little vacation. I did. Good, good, good. I I also did. It was a beautiful day up here. Um, Pennsylvania weather is some of the best weather you'll ever see. But okay, it's what is bipolar as hell? It is bipolar as hell. But when it's good, it's good. But anyway, let's let's go to the NBA playoffs, shall we, Logan? Yeah. Let's. Let's, let, let's are we okay am i in the same i feel like this is a consensus here but like there's a lot of games it feels like there's even more games than the actual regular season it just feels like a lot you know like i find myself sat all saturday i watched the games all sunday i watched the games and i was just drained by sunday night i was like it's just game after game after game i'm enjoying it but it's just a lot. It's a lot to keep up with. This is, it's sort of like um, March Madness. Remember, we would just follow every single game. It's it's draining when you come into these um, these bigger tournaments and championships. But obviously, it's going to normalize as the rounds go by. But ha- have you been keeping up with anything lately, Logan, within the NBA world? You shake your head no. So that means I have to pull no. you, pull you into this just like we usually do. But you know what? Let's actually let's get started from a couple series that um, closed out, Logan. Um, a couple series that got closed out over the weekend. Really? First off, let's go into the first sweep of the first round and the only sweep of the first round. The Bucks swept the NBA Finals runner-up Miami Heat 4-0 after beating them on the road 120-103. to 103. Jimmy Butler has been one of the worst players in the NBA playoffs so far. And Milwaukee, your pick to win this series and come out of the East is looking really good. And they're going to have a lot of rest, like a lot of rest, Logan. What do you have to say about Milwaukee? Hey, it's, I said this at the beginning of the series. I just think the addition of Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton is playing well. And Giannis is Giannis. I'm not surprised. And you're right; they do have a lot of rest, and I they're gonna get Brooklyn because unless the Celtics, <laughs> which is not, it's not gonna happen, pull something out of their ass, which they're not going to, they'll get the Nets, and I think that uh, Giannis has been pretty good against the Nets this season. Yeah. Um, and I don't really know who's gonna stop Giannis on that team. <laughs> um, 
So, and they do have some pretty good defensive players on the Milwaukee does. So, yeah, and then they also lost they lost Dante DiVincenzo during the series, but and he's the key defensive piece. But at the same time, if you can shut down two out of the three of Kyrie and Kevin Durant and James Harden, I think you're fine with. Yeah, because if you can you can semi defend them, and then they're not really going to be able to defend against Giannis. I think they could win that series. I think so too. Um, so good good bounce back after last year's kind of disappointing finish of the season for them. Um the Heat, I don't know, they got a lot of cap space this summer. I guess we'll see if they get what are their photoshopped free agent signings. But uh they, they have options, just kind of disappointing to see them. This whole season was kind of disappointing for them. They were oh for sure. Floating down by that um, that bottom tier most of the season. They've made that like late push, but didn't really have the season that they had last year. So I guess we'll see what they do in the offseason, but I and they'll probably land somewhere. I was like saying this, I was saying this, you know, at the top of the at the top of the year. The NBA bubble is different. I think fans are in the in the stands. It's a different environment. You're not gonna have Tyler Hero score 36 in the NBA finals. Um, or be such a gigantic, um, as we saw, he wasn't that good this year. So, like, you know, I've been seeing so many memes on TikTok referring to the Miami Heat as the bubble guppies, and it's 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 great. Um, but at the same time, I feel like the Heat are the Lakers of the East without the star power and championships. That's all I have to say because they always. I'm not gonna say they get the moves done. You know, like most of the times if they target a player they're going to get in and you know we kept hearing remember the james harden trail the trade the reason why james harden is not in a miami heat uniform is because they didn't want to get rid of tyler hero or duncan robinson so let's say if james harden was on this team rather than you know tyler hero if you had a three a big three of bam out of bio um james harden and um jimmy butler i feel like this series goes a little longer well, i i wouldn't this, even, this probably won't even be their matchup i wouldn't think they, exactly i don't think they would be sixth in the what are they sixth in the east yeah with, exactly. that, with that team they would definitely yeah. be a little bit higher um let's move on to another game it's not a sweep but you know the gentleman's sweep is way better than the sweep i, I if, mm-hmm. in my opinion the jazz ended up beating the grizzlies last night 120 to 113 to lead the series to take a 3-1 series lead john morant was ex Extremely good as usual, 23 points and 12 assists. Donovan Mitchell was really good for the um, the Jazz. Um, my I feel like Memphis knows they wanted to lose this. They knew they were going to lose this series going in. They stole game one, obviously, but they just play super hard. Um, and it's surprising that Utah isn't, you know, I feel like Utah's playing with their food a little bit right now. I do you are you surprised that these games? Um, in the series haven't been as lopsided other than game two, which was a 141-129 victory. But 121-111 and 120-113 in their last two games in Memphis, are the Jazz not playing that good defense against a Memphis team that isn't really that skilled offensively? Outside of John Moran, who's not really your go-to scorer, even though he's been averaging like 30-something points in this series, and Dylan Brooks, who's been strangely good as well is it strange to see the grizzlies putting up this much of a fight or do you think that utah jazz isn't you know the utah jazz aren't putting enough 
that much right now in the first round because they have to save it for the later rounds. I think it could be a little, a little bit of both. The Grizzlies are like the Grizzlies are kind of giving it their all. Um, you saw that with the first game, and they're keeping it close. Um, yeah. The Jazz, I, their second round opponent will be. I think between Portland or Denver, it depends. On- I I think maybe they're looking ahead to that series, because um, they're if they get Denver or Portland, whichever the, that'll be, I think a tougher series for them. Uh, I just think the Grizzlies are kind of giving it all they have, and they're not going down without a fight. Which I I don't know. The Jazz, I think the Jazz will be fine. I think they're kind of just on cruise mode right now which makes sense i mean it's memphis but even with memphis you're i'm looking at this team that has john moran who's been really good who i think is going to be great in the future um dylan brooks is turning out to be a really good scorer as well as a defender jonas Valanciunas, who's always been great this this memphis team is going to be really good in a couple of years yeah this there's no expectation for them too like i said with I said this with Dallas last year. Well, that didn't really pan out, but there's really no expectations for the Grizzlies. And they're just here to get some experience. Like they stole a game. But this is a nice young core of players. Yeah. Hopefully next year they can come improve on this. They made the playoffs last year. Um, they made the play in last year. They, they were they were the um, they would have been if there were no playoffs. They would have made the the play in. There would have been they would have been in the playoffs. I mean, but they happened to be at lost. the wrong end of Damian Lillard's ah yes crazy streak. But so Gosh. there's so there's improvement from last year. They made the made the playoffs. I mean it was they beat, they beat the Grizzlies. I mean the Warriors in the play in tournament. Spurs and the Warriors. Yeah. So, I'd say that's progress. And I hope for sure improve on that next year. Yeah. Um, you talked about the Mavericks. Uh, they have come down to earth. Um, well, not necessarily. Luca got injured, so there's that. Um, but the Clippers tied up the series on um Sunday, 106-81 with victory in Dallas. So they stole both games in um they stole one game in Dallas, or both games in Dallas, because they were down 0-2. Um Paul George played a little better, only 20 points with six of sixteen shooting. Kawhi Leonard was extremely efficient, 11 to 15 from the field, 10 rebounds, and um, 29 points. Luca exited the game with apparently has a nerve injury in his neck or something. I don't know. It's it's really hard to gauge, and he can't make free throws all of a sudden. He was 0-5 from the free throw line and 1-7 from three in that game. Do you think that the Clippers are finally – putting their woes behind the, them and they're going to take this series, especially with the um, the doubtfulness of Luka's injury? Yeah, if, if Luka doesn't come back, I think the Clippers will win this series. I think if Luka comes back, the Clippers win this series. I, I think that if Luka comes back, this could go to seven games. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Luke, I, I mean, you said Kawhi's been good, but Paul George, you know, it didn't seem like he was very efficient. The reason I say I don't think it's going to go to seven even, and I think the Clippers will take it. I also don't trust the Clippers. That's true. I don't trust the Clippers, but I also know that on the Dallas' end, it's literally just Luka out there. Hmm. Luka does not have a second star. It's it's not Chris Stapps. It will never be Chris Stapps. Tim Hardaway Jr. It's Tim not Hardaway Jr. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. He's Mario Jr. is a third, a third guy. And he was playing really well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know about that. He was playing really well yeah. in the series, only to put up one in this game, four points on one of eight shooting and zero from four from the from three. So, I don't know. It's there is nobody else who can play alongside Luca. Luca needs like a bona fide star. Um. So, and that's that's the thing. So, this guy Luca's also. Did he sign his extension? Or I forget, but. I think Dallas loses this series and they have to go into this offseason. Mark Cuban better be like, yeah, yo, you know what? We need to go out there and get a superstar. Somebody who, like, make a trade, facilitate something because De- Luke, it's just Luca. Get him a bunch of shooters so he could just, you know, go off, you know? Um, I'm saving this series for, even though it's happening tonight, I'm saving it for a, one of our last discussions. Uh, and I'm just going to get, rip the Band-Aid off and get it over with this series. Um, so the Atlanta Hawks are up three one on the New York Knicks. Um, yeah, because the Knicks, uh, the Hawks have figured out a way to neutralize uh, Julius Randle. It's actually really surprising how they've done this. It's actually I have two things to say. It's not surprising that they've neutralized Julius Randle because Julius Randle led the NBA in total minutes because Tom Thibodeau wears out his players before the playoffs, and this is what happened. He, oh wow, this is a whole just. Turnaround, Mr. Nick Praiser over there. I am a Knicks fan. It's my job to praise the Knicks, but it's also my job to notice. Yeah, I knew that this was going to happen when Tom Thibodeau was hired as the coach. That he was going to, if we made the playoffs, he was going to wear us out. He can always, then he can always make a team overachieve and play to their highest potential. But when they get to the playoffs, they do not have a second gear and they cannot get better than they already are. Secondly. RJ Barrett has been really good this series. Obi Toppin has been really good. Emmanuel Quickly has been really good. We have a great young core, and that's what we need to build on. Julius Randle, maybe not max him out now. We'll see. I think this is the most interesting series, but I don't think the Hawks end it. Because A, they're an Atlanta team with a lead. So I'm not gonna uh-huh. I'm not gonna put that past a three-one lead. Yes. And it's happened where an Atlanta team has blown a three-one lead. Anyway, B, I don't think Alec Burks is always going to shoot 4 of 12 from the field. I also don't think that Reggie Bullock is going to shoot 0 of 4 from the field. Um, Derrick Rose is playing a lot. Let's calm that down and maybe, please, just maybe, put in Frank Nittikina to guard Trey Young. That's, that's all I ask from Tom Thibodeau. I feel like I don't ask a lot, but he won't give me that. Trey Young has been really efficient, 27 points in this last game and 9 assists. Clint Capella was great, 10 to 15. But Clint Capella also made a really bad mistake of he decided to antagonize the Knicks, saying that they can't they talk tough, but they can't really play tough, um, yada, yada, yada. And Julius Randle says, I don't – why should I care what Clint Capella has to say? It's Clint Capella. Derrick Rose says, I've never talked trash in my life, bro, if you don't shut up. So in the Garden, it's going to be – they're taking game five to the Garden. I really, really, really – will be surprised if the Knicks lose this one at home. I think the car, the crowd's going to be in it. The Knicks have something to prove in this game. They should not be gentlemen swept by the Hawks. Right? The Hawks' offense has been really good, but at the same time, the defense, I hope, will improve, and I hope that Tom Thibodeau makes the adjustments because he's terrible at making adjustments in the playoffs. I hope he makes those adjustments so the Knicks can succeed in game five. I'm okay if we lose it in six, but not – we can't lose in game five after 
you know, the, all the talks have been doing this entire playoffs have been talking. So, you know, yeah. Um, Net Celtics, we agreed that's not a series that we need to care about, right? Uh, well, the Celtics won a game. Okay. Yeah, Jason that's, that's Tatum all, scored like 50. That's all the time. We'll game. Game. That's all the time we'll give it. All right, next yeah. game, next series. Next series. Um, well, Lakers Suns. No, let's actually talk about Blazers Nuggets. That's happening tonight. Um, the Blazers at the Nuggets. The series is tied 2-2. Damian Lillard had a terrible game. Um, Not Norman Powell. Yeah, Norman Powell was extremely efficient, but Damian Lillard had a terrible game, and then Blazers blew out the Nuggets. I don't know, man. These. I, like to see that. I don't know if this is a great was a great thing for the Nuggets to get the Blazers because first off, I don't know what happens with the the Blazers. The Blazers and the Nuggets have history when it comes to the playoffs and the regular season. If we think about last, not last year, two years ago, the Western three Conference Finals ago. run, where three years ago, yeah, where um you had them winning Game Seven and CJ McCollum's. I came out the mud. I went to Lehigh. You know, that whole thing. And that was when they had, uh, granted, it wasn't Jamal Murray that we know now, but they don't have, the Nuggets don't have Jamal Murray now. And I think that's going to really hurt them. So would we, would I love to see the Blazers win this series? Of course. But what I don't want to hear is people say that Nicole Jokic doesn't deserve the MVP because of this series. Uh, I thought the MVP was a regular season award. Well, first off, they've already, They've already submitted the award, so whatever, everything is final now. So, but at the same time, I don't. Who else? They, I, he, it says by a long shot. I don't want to get it. Seen people season. that are probably like, "Oh, Giannis didn't deserve it last year because he got beaten by the Heat in the second round." Giannis deserved it last year. You can even make a case for Giannis this year, but no, honestly. I'm just saying that those are the people who are saying Jokic doesn't deserve it are probably the people that said Giannis didn't deserve it last year because the Heat beat the Bucks in what the first, second round. Yeah. So the those people are dumb. No, it was the first round, I think. I think it was the first round. Yeah. So those people are dumb. Um, let's talk about let's talk about Lakers Suns. It's happening tonight, game five in Phoenix. So the Suns beat the Lakers and tied up the series on Sunday. It was a great, first off, a great game. But guess what? Anthony Davis got hurt. Oh no. It's almost as if I don't feel bad for the Lakers at all. First off, first off. Anthony Davis has Chris Paul was hurt and he didn't care. He said, I'm playing. And yeah, and he played pretty and well played. in this game too. And they won. Anthony De- Devin Booker wasn't even that efficient. The Suns didn't even have their most efficient game. And they still beat the Lakers. LeBron James has been somewhat passive in this entire series, but we'll see. My thing is the right shining star of this series is DeAndre Aiden. DeAndre Aiden had 14 points and 17 rebounds in this game and they're going to go to game five i think i do not think that anthony davis is playing tonight so hopefully by the time we finish this they the suns take a 3-2 lead i'm telling you this right now anthony davis has missed over 150 career games due to injury out of how many he's been in the league since 2012 so i would say that's a good 20 percent 15 percent of his career has been Lost due to an injury. Because there's 82 games in a season. That's roughly almost two seasons worth of games. Yeah. Is 
the Anthony Davis cannot stay healthy, and we're also gonna. There's another big man that we have to talk about that can't stay healthy. Oh, what what happened? What's the, what's the injury? It's a groin injury. Oh my god, that's what LeBron had. That's what LeBron had. Yes, and these things do not take a. And he's unlikely to play in this game. And if he does play in Game Six, we'll see how it goes. But at the same time, hey man, first off, I'm telling you this right now. If the NBA, the NBA wants a Lakers Nets Finals, like they they that's what they want. I want a Suns final. I want Suns net. No, I'm just gonna ask Suns. I would love a Suns Bucks final. I would love that. Ooh. I would love a Jazz ball market team. Yo, the NBA with the media's gears. If the Phoenix <laughs> Milwaukee finals, Utah Milwaukee, oh. they would hate. That. No, they would hate that. any of the team like Portland or Denver, or like. Oh, they would, they would, they would hate that. They would you know, they would hate so that. much. There hasn't really been a small market team in the finals. Like Toronto was the last one. Toronto, I don't even call that a small market team. Toronto's a small market team. I, I don't call that a small market media. team because the media, no, the media can run with that because Toronto's the only team in their country. So I know, but Toronto, no one wants to go to Toronto. That's nobody wants to go to Toronto. But hey, you know NBA, what? In NBA world, Toronto is a small market team. But. You want a small market team that Utah and Milwaukee meeting in the finals would be that would be, that would be the I'm telling you right now, they want a Lakers Nets. Of course they did. Like last year they wanted the Lakers and Heat because it was Miami and it was LA and it was the greatest. But we'll see what happens. I really hope the Suns can end the Lakers here because and I want to see what happens to the Lakers roster after this year. I can't like I want them to fail early so I can see what happens to their roster. Um, but I'm expecting the Suns to take game five. Um, this is a really good team, a really, really good team. And the Suns are not to be played with. And LeBron James, hey man, I don't think we're gonna get a vintage 42, 10 and 10 LeBron James game here, you know? I don't know. But that's just me. I don't want to speak too much about it, but we'll see what happens in tonight's game. Let's go to another game. Another avoided sweep. So there has been oh, if, you had, if if you had told me that the Heat were the only team that would be swept in the entire first round, I would have laughed in your face. I would have been like the Grizzlies, the Celtics, the Wizards. But let's talk about the Wizards. Right? I told you, man, they were gonna steal a game. I told you they were gonna steal a game too. I, I knew it was not gonna happen. But it wasn't Russell Westbrook who had the great game. It was Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal had a great game, but also Joel Embiid went down oh. when. <laughs> when it was tied at 108 oh. um, he didn't really play he didn't really play that well um but also injury and whatnot and they're saying it's a, it's knee soreness I, I i don't think it's knee soreness logan but hey whatever russell westbrook had a 19 point 21 rebound 14 assist game but he also had a terrible game he shot three of 19 three of nine. oh my god <laughs> And 13 or 14. About your rebounds, Russell. If you get, if you shoot three, how did you? I don't understand how he took more shots than rebounds made to had. That's crazy. That's weird. That's weird to me. I don't know. But Robin Lopez had a really good game off the bench. I, the Sixers, if they don't play with Joel Embiid, they'll take. I think they'll beat the Wizards. I don't think it's gonna go far if the, if Joel Embiid isn't available. But geez, if Joel Embiid cannot stay healthy against the Hawks, and then later if it's are done, <laughs> and there's that Ben Simmons can't shoot, 
Well, and, that, talk about Ben Simmons. That's one of the reasons why they lost this game because when they were getting close, they decided the Wizards started to send Ben Simmons to the free throw line every single time. And then he only made four of eight tries. He could not make his free throws. And that's a problem. Like the three-point thing is a, you know, what he went five of 11 for three throws in this, this, um, this game. So all you need to do is make half and you're okay. But at the same time, if you're only, first off, you only had 13 points in this game, right? Four field goals. You're not taking any threes. You're not really a threat outside the paint. If Joel Embiid isn't healthy and they can just, and any team decides to just crowd the paint, I think Ben Simmons is like basically eliminated from the game. It's not, which is a problem, but you know, I'm not going to go into Ben Simmons needs to shoot more because we already have enough of this talk. Because he, he clearly isn't going to work on it, so we should just stop asking. In all honesty, he really isn't. He doesn't care about even Yadis. We the narrative. He's trying. He, he's trying. He's working. There was a point. Remember when we said he in this in the playoffs he had like Giannis nine. Knows how to shoot threes? Mm-mm. First off, Giannis can still hit a mid range. You're not. Yeah, yeah. People are guarding him in inside the. People like, aren't backing up and being like, "Hey, you go ahead, go exactly. ahead." Exactly. Ben Simmons, take away. They're lucky that the Sixers decided to go out and get three-point shooters. Think about it. Outside of Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, look at everyone else on this team. Tobias is doing well in this series, but can he keep that up against a better team? It w- Seth, it's- Seth Curry, you know, he can shoot. Danny Green, last year he couldn't shoot, but this year... He's, he could, he's been pretty okay, but my thing is he's not... The thing is with... with um, Maxey Maxey also had 15 points off the bench, so that's our guy. Um, here's the thing with Philly. I don't think they're going to outscore teams. That's not their thing. No, because if, if Joel Embiid's not playing, Ben Simmons is going to outscore anybody. Uh, and you have a bunch of role players, and Tobias Harris is your third option. First right, off, a bunch of cash and shoot guys. Who's, their first, who's the number one option on this team? If Joel Embiid is healthy, it, it's him. Who's Okay, now here's the tricky question. Who's the number two option? To go get a bucket? To get a bucket, your scoring option. Who's your number two Man, option? This, I would say Tobias Harris. It's not, and even number three, I'll put Seth Curry over there. Because, yeah, but you need a facilitator. Because like Seth Curry and Danny Green aren't really like, aren't they like kind of catch and shoot guys? Yeah, they catch and shoot guys. Tobias not, Harris is able to put the ball on the floor, but he's not. He's not somebody you're gonna ask to bring the ball up the court. He's kind of an offensive liability. Yeah, and he could get his rebounds. He's they should really rebounds if you're not scoring points, Ben. Okay, I was about to say, Logan, don't, don't tell Russell too. And Russell too. Well, at least, I, first off, can I say something about Russell Westbrook? I noticed this the other day. He just stopped taking threes. Like he doesn't take threes anymore. Yeah, because he sucks at it. I I get that, but like there used to be a time where he used to just chuck up threes. A lot of his game winners have been threes. He does not take threes anymore because he's terrible at it, and maybe he's finally realized that. But oh, man, point guard who can't shoot threes. This, this series is just very <laughs> serious. That's why I didn't really watch it as much. But at the same time, I like watching the Wizards because they get um. First off, I'm telling you this right now. How much you want to bet Scott Brooks is going to be the coach of this team next year? Probably because like, oh, they convince themselves like oh, we're good still. We're competitive. We made the playoffs. <laughs> we beat the Sixers once. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. No. Um, right now, the Celtics at halftime are down 51-59. Jason Tatum has 11.6 rebounds and an assist. Um, James Harden has 18 points, 
seven rebounds and nine assists. Did I just read that right? I think so. First off, with James Harden, he's been playing really well. Seven rebounds, nine assists. That was correct. Um, um, Charles Barkley called James Harden one the best one-on-one player he's ever seen. Right, and Shaq said, "Don't be dumb." Yada yada yada. I mean, I'm gonna say this century in in modern day basketball. When we're if we're making a list, even after after let's say when we're when his career is over or whatnot, right? We're going to look at, if we name the top 10 scorers, not in terms of points, I'm putting James Harden on that list. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. He's probably one of the best offensive players ever. You would, right now in the NBA, if I would... In a vacuum, I'd have to, I'm trying to think, offense, just offensive, like in terms of, you put him on your team, he will add offense to your team, whether it's generating offense for other teammates or scoring on his own. You would have to put James Harden. Like, in all honesty, the way that he can remember how we said we're like, there's only one ball in um in Brooklyn and stuff like that. And we always think of James Harden as a as a two guard or whatnot until Mike D'Antoni unlocked. Really, Mike D'Antoni really unlocked James Harden as a full player, but James Harden has been the MVP of this team. I think he's the most valuable player to the Brooklyn Nets. He adds so much, whether he he can create, he can shoot, he's great at getting to the free throw line efficiently too. Like He's not like Trey Young. People would make the comparison to Trey Young. I, I don't think so. In James Harden plays... Trey Young is Bradley Beal. Without the height and athleticism, but yeah. But I think James Harden, he's been okay on defense this year. I think James Harden might be the best offensive player in the NBA. And I'm not trying to but, make any hot takes here. I, uh, I really I have know. to think it has to be him, right? Like, if they wanted anyone to go out and average 50 points a night, James Harden, James I, would, Harden could. I would choose him in a second. And he'll go out and get 15 assists as well, you know? Right. Like, well, just his ability. And one, even in the pick and roll and outside of it, he's just so good. But Barkley said best one-on-one player. So does Harden have that? You know, does he have the handles? I yeah, of course. I think he does. I don't know if it's the be- the, best the best one-on-one player he's ever seen. Like Barkley said, the best he's ever seen. I don't know if I agree with that because I think when I think of that, I'm like somebody who can go out there and get me a bucket right now. Like score. Like you go out there and score. Doesn't matter how you score, you're gonna go score. I'm not gonna. I don't think of James Harden when I think of that. You know? No, because I don't. I he had chuck one up from the, the three point line, but he's gonna go in the basket. And there's like a big man on him. He's like, nope. I'm also gonna say this too, right? I think this is gonna be. I'm gonna make this take right now. Hot take, right? Hot take. Hot take. Ready? Because I right. still think the Bucks beat the Nets if they have to go in a seven game series, but on the off chance the X factor is gonna be James Harden. You know why? This is gonna be the best playoff James Harden we've ever seen. You know why I say that? He did not play that much in the regular season. Even he missed like 20 games headed into the playoffs, and he didn't play that much in Houston. We always say that he's a regular season player, and he he doesn't do load management. He'll play like 82 games and put up these types of numbers and go into the, the playoffs with no rest. We are looking at like a fresh James Harden, Logan. You know? So, I don't know, man. I This is just a hunch. Like how many, how many split teams? How many games did he play this season? 
He played 36 games. He still averaged 36 minutes a night, which is the same that he averaged in Houston. But only 36 games. Past two seasons. But, yeah, only 36 games. 35 started. So, 30, yeah, still 36 games. I'm just saying. Um, also, compared to 68, his last full season in Houston, 78, 72, 81, 82, 81. Yeah, exactly. So. so, least amount of games he's played, except for last year, he played eight, which, I mean, and not last year. He played eight in Houston, which yeah. doesn't count. Who cares about those? But at the so that's what I have to say. But obviously, Blake Griffin has also been really good for them. Mm-hmm. If I'm looking at this, um, look at the starting lineup, and I'm, I still can't believe. The Nets pull this off. They have Kevin Durant, Blake Griffin, Joe Harris, Kyrie Irving, James Harden. If you told me three years ago or four years ago that they all, all three of them would be in the same team, I would have laughed at you. I'd have been like, how? And Steve Nash, Amari Stoudemire, and Mike D'Antoni for the uh, assistant. Let's get, that's how we need Brooklyn versus Phoenix in the finals. It's like a That'd be cool. That'd nice be cool. revenge match. Um, also, Brooke, um, Boston. Damn, man. First off, I don't. Kemba Walker's not playing in this game. No, I'm um, pretty sure he's injured. Marcus Smart been terrible this entire season. Right now he's two of eleven and one of nine from three. Damn. Sorry, Boston. Also, another thing, Boston fans. We talked about uh, we talked about fans and their terrible acts, and you know it's only been a week and we got two more. A Boston fan threw a bottle bottle like Kyrie. And last night, a Washington Wizards fan tried to run up on the court and touch the backboard. I mean, he did. So I guess it was a better whatnot. So whatever, guy. At the same time, that's crazy that we're seeing the fans do so much dumb shit right now. It's crazy. I guess guess that's what happens when you're away from sporting events for a year. Life, technically. Nobody, you can theoretically say that. Those people in the game, they haven't been around that many people in how long? Very long, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, go Blazers, go Suns. Suns in six, Suns in seven, Blazers in six, Blazers in seven, Knicks in seven. All right, Knicks in seven. <laughs> no, no. I want to cry. Uh, it's okay, though. Uh, let's talk about the NFL, Logan. And a lot of news happened in the NFL before I even um, after I made this rundown. Uh, you sent me a Colin Coward thing, which I still have yet to watch, but you told me that it made you upset as many like Colin Coward. Would you like me to run it down? Let me just run down what it was for you. Please run it run it down. Tell me All what right, so number, Do you want me to go from 10 to 1 or 1 to 10? Tell me 10 to 1 because I feel like 1 to 10 is, is just ruins the fun, you know. I mean, you already know who number one is. It's twenty-five and under, but I think three I don't know who number one is. Don't say that to me. If number ten is okay, is I see. I didn't look. It's twenty-five and under. Okay, so that's a that's a good amount of Lamar Jackson is not twenty-five. Joe see, Burrow see, isn't twenty-five. When I I people in the comments are like, three of them are exactly twenty-five. Oh, so they're 20, wait, 25 and under. Okay. That's a good amount of, is, Lam, no. is Patrick Mahomes 25 yet? Patrick Mahomes is in fact 25. Okay, so he's number one. So he's number one. Okay, good, good, good. All right, let's see. Two is Josh Allen. Okay. Interesting. 
Number three was... Number three was Lamar Jackson. Okay. Nothing too crazy yet. Number four was Deshaun Watson. He's he's not 25. Is he 25? Exactly 25. How long has he been in the league? Four years. Same as Patrick. Okay. Number five was Justin Herbert. Okay. Yeah. Number six was Kyler Murray. Okay, interesting. Number seven. Wait, he is 25. Okay. Who? Mm-mm. No, no, that's not good. Okay, number seven was Joe Burrow. Okay. Number eight was Trevor Lawrence. Number nine was Sam Darnold. He loves Sam Darnold so much. It's so it's so sad. Darnold. Is Sam Darnold? Did he even play last year? Sam Donald did play last year, though, yeah. And number 10 was Daniel Jones. But I just saw. Guess who's 25? Who's 25? Baker Mayfield is 25. He, did, he left off Baker? When I feel like Baker... When did he turn 26? Hold on. Is, when is, is Baker Mayfield not 25? He's only been in... The, he's, he's, been he's, in 25. The, he's 25. He's 25. Baker yeah. Mayfield should be... No, he's 26. Oh, okay. Pro Football Focus has been updated. Okay, Baker Mayfield is 26. All right, okay. So, that's um, not too bad. I don't know. I feel like there's better QBs than Sam Darnold. Yeah, but you look, though, and there's not. <laughs> because if you, look at the other, if you look at the other quarterbacks that could possibly be on that list, you got who are 25 and under. Uh, your next best after them is Drew Locke, who no, 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 uh, Garner Minshew, which I would put on the list. I mean, yes, I put in there. Daniel Jones, trash. Um, Tua, Jalen. Okay. Hurt. No, Jalen Hurts. We're not putting. We're not putting him anywhere. Uh, really. uh, and that's Deshaun Watson was only twenty five. That that's it, kind of. Would you trust? Would you trust the the Giants more if Gardner Minshew was that quarterback than? Of course, Giants? like come on. <laughs> uh, but let's talk about Keanu Neal, who said he's ready for the transition to linebacker. Logan, does Keanu Neal have like injury history or something like that? He does, but that man can hit people really hard. Okay, that makes sense. But he did uh, tear his ACL like three times. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Oh, so I, uh, I I can't wait for his transition if he ever hits the field. Let's do that. Um, I, think, he kind of, I think I feel like he kind of uh he played linebacker before. And then they just used him as safety. And he played safety in college. He played linebacker when he was younger. Okay, everybody plays linebacker when they're younger. He had a knee injury and an Achilles injury. Back to back seasons. That's so sad. Why are they? Uh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just realized. Why the hell are they moving Keanu Neal to linebacker? <laughs> they need secondary. They, no, no, they're moving him to linebacker. Yeah, but they need secondary help. They have enough linebackers, don't they? They have so many linebackers. They have Michael Parsons, who they just drafted. They have Jalen Smith. They have Leighton Vander Esch. They just drafted uh, Jabril Cox. They, they just drafted Jabril Cox. They have they're moving Keanu Neal to linebacker now. 
Uh, who, who else we got here? Because oh, I have Basham, they have Francis, they have Anthony Hines, Luke Gifford. Yeah. They they have enough. They have six linebackers who could potentially be starters. Ken Neal's not going to Why? Why? Why do you want Demonte Casey, who's coming off what? I, I think he's coming off an ACL tear or some something like that. It's interesting what the Cowboys do, but Logan, are you surprised that the Cowboys are doing something like this? No, I'm surprised. That, I'm surprised they're doing something stupid. Let's talk about a team that I was surprised that they did something. Well, actually, it turns out to be um, his idea. Ben Roethlisberger took a pay cut today. Oh, my. He could uh, Uh, retire or whatever. No, he said that he wants to play every snap like it's his last. So he's coming into this season with a winning attitude. I don't know if that makes Logan feel any type of way. I think Logan – I don't know what's going on with Logan. I think he's slowly, like – just deconstructing his um his Steelers fandom. I don't know. I feel like you hate the Steelers more than you love. Maybe them. Big Ben should have played every snap like it was last last season. You know, instead of throwing like five interceptions against the Browns okay, and okay. throwing like eighty five incomplete passes and completely missing open receivers and not being able to throw the ball downfield. You know, I just realized that I feel like we didn't talk about when we talked about the um when we talked about. Julio Jones. If I'm trying to make Aaron Rodgers happy, why don't I just trade for Julio? That's what I said last week. I said Wait. it. Packers are a good one. And, I, and you said, and I quote, I mean, that would really make Aaron Rodgers happy, but I don't think they're going to do it. They probably won't, but I just realized that would make... I said that last week. That would make him really happy. I feel like... Yeah. It would. Anyway, whatever. Um, let's talk about your boy, Pat, Patty M. Patty. Oh my gosh. AKA Kermit the Frog. P- AKA P Money. P Money. AKA the 500. State Farm guy. Man, AKA Pat. From the Holmes discount. Mahomes <laughs> discount. Patrick Mahomes says he's looking to go 20 and 0 this season. Patrick, let me, let me just <laughs> tell you something, buddy. Remember a couple years ago, not a couple years ago, a long time ago, when the Patriots went undefeated and then they lost in the Super Bowl? And you remember, like, last year when the Steelers were, like, undefeated for, like, 11 games? 11 games. It was and a while. lost the preceding, like, six after that? No one gives a shit if you go undefeated. You know what they do give a shit about? You winning that Super Bowl. They do care if you win the Super Bowl. If you're 20-0, that'd be... That'd be whatever, but uh, but I'll you know that shouldn't be your goal. I mean, it's a good goal to have. It's a great but goal to have. It's not going to happen. To get done is winning a Super Bowl. I mean, they went fourteen and two last year. The only they lost. I mean, what's their schedule like? Uh, I'm looking at their schedule. It's not easy. It's not easy. I mean, it is a first place schedule. It's first off, they lost last year because the Raiders stole their their annual game from them, and then the one game. Patrick Mahomes didn't even play in. So, I think they rested their entire secondary that game, too. Yeah, some, so, I mean, the Ravens, the Chiefs had the Ravens number. That doesn't even count. So, okay, it's the Browns, your first can, game. But this is Andy Reid in September. The Browns aren't winning that. No, the thank Bills? you. The Bills, you know. That's a revenge game. That could be a tough one. Um, The Packers could be a tough one. If the football is team there. is the 
this tough one. No, they, I, they could lose two games probably. Not realistically. Realistically, I have them going fourteen and no, I think I have them going thirteen. Wait, I don't even know. You have them going like twelve and four or something like that. Whatever these, no, it's not twelve and four anymore. It's like twelve and five. I don't have them going twelve. Thirteen and four. I think it's thirteen and four. Thirteen and four. Yeah, there's no way I have them losing five games. The Raiders could take one. No, they suck. The Packers could take. The Chargers, I think, are more likely to take one than the Raiders are. A football team might take. I feel like this is a lot. They're not. The twenty and zero is not going to happen. Not happen, Patrick. But you know what can happen is Super Bowl win, please. Yes, you want. Why are you saying please? You want the Steelers to win the Super Bowl? I thought. I don't know. It's not going to happen. So why get my hopes up? Logan, what? It's not going to happen, man. Spoken like a spoken like a true fan. Hey, and I realistically pick the Jets to win three games, and I think that's a stretch. I no, think I'm that you having them the Steelers winning whatever you have them winning is a stretch. <laughs> Okay. Najee Harris is going to run the ball 300 times this season and have a Derrick Henry-like season only to have his knees completely fall apart in year four. He's not going to have a Derrick Henry-like season because at least the Titans have some semblance of an offensive line. How dare you? How dare I what? <laughs> what? I'm right. Anyway, Logan, can we talk about... um? Uh, all right, list. So last week, oh, we, had, yeah. we had a gigantic argument about um, top Woo. five secondaries, right? And I was like, going into making this list, I was like, you know what? I can't wait to make this list. We even talked about it a little bit uh-huh. um, this week. And I was like, oh, I, we probably gave each other, you know. I was like, you know, we already knew. I said, I know what we should have the same number one and maybe the same number two. And then I'm making this list. And all I have are honorable mentions. Because I'm like, it's not not honorable mentions in a case that you can make a case for them, but it's like they're not top five. But let's not forget about these guys. Like, right. So, how many honorable mentions did you end up coming up with? Because I have a couple real honorable mentions, and I have a couple of like I want to talk about these guys because they're not going to get the love they deserve. I have th- three, two, no, three. That are like could have been on the list, but they just I just picked a different team. And then there's three that I'm like, these guys could be good next year. I'm just waiting to see because of like either they're rookies or they were injured in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a one guess here, and it's not even a, a plight to this team or their receiving core. I doubt we have the Bills on our lists. Okay, you would no no. I had the bills on my list. Out of your top five? Yeah. I don't think you looked closely enough at the bills, no. I first off, there's nobody who looked closer at the bills than me, Logan. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't know, man, because if you okay. would have looked a little bit closer, you would have seen some pretty good players. Okay, Gabe. I love Gabe. I really think Kobe is great, but he's going to decline. I love Gabe. I love Emmanuel. You know I love Emmanuel Sanders. Uh-huh. I, f- I feel like there's a gap between the... No- I feel like a good wide receiver core has, first off, three talents that could be number one options on any other team. Okay, that's literally like two teams. That's not two teams. You can, Okay, that's... Okay, how about this? 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 You are saying to me that three receivers that can be number one options on any team... Okay, how about there's this? There's no okay. one in this league. That how about this? That. Your top two options should be able to be number one options on any other team. 
but not any other team or any or a team. Uh, your top two options. Everybody in my top five, and even some honorable mentions can have a number one, like the Titans. Corey Davis is a number one option in New York, correct? Correct. AJ Brown is a number one option in Tennessee and in any, on any team, not any team. The, on the Ravens, he'd be the number one option. Right. I feel like any receiver in the NFL would be the number one option. But oh, we nobody has a Ravens, right? But what if they like haven't had the opportunity That's to become a number one option? But you know, if they were given that opportunity and you saw that potential, they could. Okay. Let's instead of playing vague with everybody, what the hell are you talking? I'm just saying that you're saying that. That you need to have two receivers that can be the number one option. But yes. what if a receiver has departed and this other receiver, maybe a young receiver? Okay, could... I hope you didn't rank the fucking um, Falcons. No, why would the hell would I do that? I already said my Falcons are nowhere near my, my list. So okay. let's just go with some honorable mentions. How about that? Right. Let's yeah, let's first off, I'm gonna, before I do my real honorable mention, I'm gonna talk about a couple teams that I'm like, they're not. They're kind of good, but they don't have enough. Not yet. They don't have enough. Don't know yet. Okay. So my first, I want to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. Damn you! In a perfect world, oh my god, Cincinnati Bengals would be so good. This wide receiver trio is fantastic. In a perfect, in a perfect world, and this that wide receiver trio in a perfect world. If the Jets had this wide receiver core, I'd be so happy. They they don't they would make the list if they had just like two more depth guys, but they yes. don't. So this the starting trio. Oh my! First off, Joe Burrow says he wants the Bengals' offense to be more explosive downfield. Well, Joe, Bro, Burrow, you're not gonna have time. They're not gonna be able to. So you're not gonna have time, but don't worry because you have Mr. T. Higgins, who almost had a thousand yards last year. I'm just in a perfect world, the Bengals would be just amazing. Tyler Boyd, not talked about enough. Definitely not talked about enough. And then Jamar Chase, you know, of course, this wide receiver show is going to be good next year. If AJ Green was still there, I might have, they might have. He's kind of washed up, though. He is washed, but he's still a great receiver. Um, Next, Carolina. Carolina. Yep, I I was thinking about it, but they don't. Terrence Marshall. If you still have Curtis Samuel, you'd make the list. Maybe as like a six, you would you make the list. I'm sorry, Carolina. Outside of that, you're you're great, but that's it. You don't have enough. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, great thousand yard receivers. I still got to see what Shai Smith and Terrace Marshall do in the NFL. Next honorable mention, and I feel bad for saying this because I don't know. I feel like we're gonna get a. I'm gonna tell you this right now, Logan. I didn't even I don't even think my top five is ranked properly because I there was just so much that I was like, bro. I don't I'm not gonna say this is a bad receiving core because they this would have made it in a perfect world again, in another perfect world. In a vacuum, no injuries. No injuries, good quarterback. No, this they have serviceable quarterback. They had no this team has a good quarterback. Oh. The Rams in a perfect world, you'd make this list. Ooh, okay. Then honorable mention for me. In a perfect okay. world, you would make this list. Robert Woods is great. Cooper Cup is great. Okay, don't talk about the Rams too much. Okay. Outside of that, if you still had Brandon Cooks, you'd be great. Like two years ago, this would be the top top five. Two years ago, this would be top five. Uh-huh. Correct. 
Uh-huh. We agree with that, right? Yes. Two years ago, this would be top five. Um, and then finally, my last of not, it's not an audible mention, but geez, I'm going to have to give it to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. You, there's not a single receiver on this team. In fact, Chase, I should hate Chase Claypool. I really should. TikTok stars. I really do not like, in, in all honesty, I like wide receivers that have personality. If you're on the Steelers, I would rather you not have a personality um, or not have that much of a person. Don't be dancing on logos, okay? Having Juju, having um, Chase Claypool and Deontay, my Rice, Rice Owl, Deontay Johnson. Love, love you guys, but in a perfect world, and if you had a serviceable quarterback, this would be you'd be on this list. And that's all for my honorable mentions that could have made the cut, but sadly just missed. Okay, so honorable mentions. I also had the Bengals. Um, I had the Panthers. I also this might I don't know if this is gonna surprise you, but I had the Broncos. I had the Broncos as well. There. Uh, I just Cortland Sun was injured. I think in perfect world, Cortland Sun is a good receiver. He's a good number. He's number one. Uh, Jerry Judy had a good season last year. Needs to work on that catching though. Really does. Um, Tim Patrick had a fairly good season, a really good season. KJ Hamler, good, good receiver. So Denver Broncos in a perfect world. This is a great young receiving core. But this is a great receiving core for a team that was built to rebuild. Yes. But this is a or it, it's so weird they they walk the line of rebuilding and a quarterback away. It's actually really surprising. Um. Okay. I had the Arizona Cardinals as my as my see here now these these two teams are. I had a hard time deciding between these two and my five. Okay. Like not these could all theoretically be. At the five spot, they, I just preference, I guess. Honorable mention: Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Hopkins, of course, you could say he's the best. Depending on who you ask, AJ Green, in my opinion, is a little washed, washed, but he's still he give me a number two. You know, um, Andy Isabella, good young, good young receiver. You got Christian Kirk is a good young receiver. Rondell Moore, who we liked a lot coming out of Purdue. Loved, loved him. They drafted him. And of course you have the legend himself, Larry Fitzgerald, if he's gonna come back or not. I don't know. But it's a good it's a good receiving core, but if you want to go by your criteria that you need to have two number one options, they don't have that. Uh, if we also, went, but also if we that's went, not my criteria because I don't have that either on it. Okay. Well, if we went by that criteria, two two op two people that would be number one options on any other team. AJ Green is a number one option, even if he's he's one. not a number one option anymore. Healthy, while healthy, he's a, Christian Kirk. No. Put Christian Kirk on the Jets. He's a okay, you can't, then okay, then you leaving the Bills off the list is stupid. Then if you're gonna say Christian Kirk is a number one option, he's healthy. not. Though. Get out of here. All right. Okay, I'll get to that when I get to that. Any other honorable mention? I have one more honorable mention. All right. And I have one more honorable I feel like our number one, our, not number one, our honorable mention might be the same, but we'll no, see. No, because you put a team that I had as an honorable mention, as my five spot in your honorable mention. What is, 
Uh, my honorable mention is the New York Giants. Okay. They were so close to getting the five spot. Uh, Kenny Galladay, fantastic addition. His catch radius is just, it's great. Uh, Darius Lane, underrated season last year. Solid fifth round pick, I think. Sterling Shepard, also solid receiver. John Ross, flashy name. Where's the production? <laughs> I haven't seen it. Okay. He can run fast. That's it. Kadarius Tony, we'll see. This is a very deep receiving. Kadarius Tony didn't mm-hmm. drop a single catch in college, by the way. Yeah, is he gonna play? We'll see. We'll see. Uh okay. I like it. I like it. It's just after Kenny Galladay and Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard is kind of just like, you know, he's I I still wonder why he's there. Because the Giants had three slot receivers last year. It's stupid. And jo- John Ross, yeah, it's like, oh, it's Mr. 422. Big, yay. I don't care how fast you are. How about you catch a ball and run to the touchdown end zone? <laughs> and there he is, Tony. I, I, just had, I just have to see. I just have to see what we got with him. Okay. All right. So those Number are your five. Two- Wait, no, those are your two honorable mentions. Those are my two that were this close again in the list, but they just missed out. And then I had the Panthers, the Broncos, and the Bengals were teams that are young, and I I think they'll be good. They're just not good enough to be on this list. My two honorable mentions, now that I know that the Giants – because the Giants made my top five. They were – the only reason they didn't make the top five is because I'm biased. Okay, it makes sense. I'm going to say this. So my – Two honorable mentions that could have made it. They could have been, you know, could have made 5A, 5B. The Washington football team oh, was okay. an honorable mention for me. Um, I, I like, it, it, in, a, in a perfect world, they would, be, they would be there. In my world, they'd be there. But because this team is my world. Um, the, I think Curtis Samuel was a great addition. I like Adam Humphreys. I love Deami Brown and Terry McLaurin. That's, I really think that this is a young team that has a lot of potential. But outside of that, there's not much. And I also like Steven Sims Jr. Oh, my man and goat. Yes, literally, though. Literally, though. Um, then my second honorable mention. Oh, my second and third honorable mention that you're going to be upset that I included here. Logan, you're going to be really upset uh-huh. at this one team. And this team almost made the list. In fact, I might actually switch uh-uh. the, Card- the Cardinals for them, but I'm not going to because. Yeah, the Cardinals on your list. But before we say this, 5A and 5B, the Green Bay Packers made. Hold up. The reason why is because. Aaron Rodgers would like to have a word with you. Sir. Aaron Rodgers would love to have a word with me, but I also think that Aaron Rodgers complains a lot. Um, mm. Devontae Adams is obviously really good. Alan Lazard is not bad. And MVS Alan is Lazard. Not bad is not a number one on anybody's team. Yes, that's why they're not on my Except list. Except for an that's, XFL team. That's why they're not on my list. And that's really? why I, I thought you you wouldn't be as upset as this next honorable mention, the Seattle Seahawks. I'm not, I'm not angry. Oh, at I thought you'd be angry at that, Logan. At because DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are great. Both a thousand yard receivers. And then you have David Moore. <laughs> I thought he left. Huh? I thought David Moore left. Oh, then he did, yeah. Oh, oh Freddie, then Freddie Swain. Freddie Swain? 
They did draft uh, Terry. What's that guy's name? Eskridge. Wayne Eskridge, and they drafted Tamarion Terry. Who okay, so fine. Okay, I that's my honorable. Mention. They're at the bottom, bottom, bottom of the honorable mention list. All right, so yeah, here's hoping that your top five is we well. So we know I already know who two of two of the teams you already know is my bottom of my top five. But who's your number five? Logan? Number five is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, so you put the Pittsburgh Steelers in your top five. I'm I not did, mad at that. I I'm did not mad that. at that actually. Just because I was looking, you know, no 1,000-yard receivers, right? But the Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and Juju all combined for a total of 25 touchdowns amongst the three of them, which is pretty good. Uh, there's really, if you go by your logic, there's really no number one guy here. But I like That's potential. not my logic. But potential is great. Potentially, Chase Claypool has, it could be, a number one, Deontay Johnson is the best. Almost receiver. had a thousand yards. He's the best receiver. On I, I think Deontay Johnson will be the best receiver next year. Uh, Juju should have been, but he's not. He's too busy making TikToks. James Washington, I thought was going to be the breakout player. It turned out to be Deontay Johnson instead. But James Washington still had five touchdowns last year, and Ray Ray McLeod. Ray Ray McLeod's gone. He doesn't count. Um, but I think that the four of them are a very balanced wide receiver core. That's a pretty good wide receiver core. Um, since you already talked about them, I'm not going to talk about them too much. My number five was the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Um, I really, I'm not angry with that. It's not. It's a really – It was hard. It was hard. The core that has DeAndre Hopkins is a good wide receiver core. I mean, yeah, he can he puts him on the list by himself. Yeah, exactly. And, you know – AJ Green, I'm again in a vacuum, whatever. And you know, I like Christian Kirk and I like Andy Isabella. And if Larry Fitzgerald comes back, I like him too. Um, so I'm not gonna talk too much about them. Who was your number four logo? Oh, actually, let's give you my number four because yeah. you should know already right know the New York Giants were in my number four. Okay. Um, I don't think you're mad at either. You just lost in a more positive light than I do. Yeah, I really do. I feel like our number three, we're not. I think that's going to be the most com- because I don't okay because you don't have the bills on your list. You have the bills on your. List. I do have the bills on my list. But Are they I don't know four or number three? I don't know who you have now because now I'm like you don't know who number three is. I know who two of the teams you have. I think, and I'm like shit. Did I forget someone? All right, so I don't know if you forgot anyone, but this is four. Just, who's your number four? I have the Los Angeles Rams. Okay, so now I know your list. All right, now I know. Now I'm like, crap. <laughs> okay. I think you forgot so everybody, but. Robert Woods, severely underrated. Oh, extremely. He's a number one option. Cooper Cup is also a number one option. Yes. But you know, you don't just look at those guys, you also look at Josh Reynolds, who had over, who had over 600 yards last year. It's a good three. They added Deshaun Jackson in the offseason who can just run down the field and catch the ball. Van Jefferson as a rookie showed promise. And then they also drafted Tutu Atwell, who is basically Deshaun Jackson light. So that's six six receivers that they could put out there and they could make some, some plays happen. So it's very deep receiving core, very young ish. Um, they do have their established 
you know, guys, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, but Atwell, Jefferson, and Reynolds are younger and could maybe move into that number three role. So I think the Rams are a very solid group for me. Well, now I'm confused. I want you to give your reasoning for having the Bills at number three because they're not at number three. That's right. I did it. That is right. I did it. <laughs> okay, I'm I just going to give you The only reason I did it is because, you know what? I was like, you know what? No one I could probably have the, first, the same top two, and I want to just piss him off. Okay, please tell me that's the only reason, not because that you actually It's the only it. reason, because okay. actually there's slightly another reason, but... Okay, okay. So, so I'm glad... Be- all right, so my number three was, you're going to hate this. I actually know you're going to hate this, but I feel like, fuck you. Um, oh. My number three were the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, shit, really? <laughs> yes. That was mine. Know. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, so now I don't know what your number two is. <laughs> wait. Really? Wait a minute. Did I forget someone or did I just completely just <laughs> No, no, stop, stop. Really? Yeah. Yes. Aside from their top three guys, they have no one else. Nobody, but their top three is really like their top, their top three, three is, is like really solid. Yeah, like yeah. even last year where they did not have a quarterback. They had four different starting quarterbacks. <laughs> uh they were I'll let you talk, but they were great. Amari Cooper disappeared half the time and still put up a thousand yards. CD Lamb was a great as a rookie. And Michael Gallup is he always has the game. He always has a game or a catch. I think Michael Gallup is the most annoying receiver like, in the entire league. He still had 800, almost 850 yards. A 56, a 56% catch percentage. He, he played worse than he could have. I think Michael Gallup is the worst receiver to have your team play. play because you'll be like, oh, yeah, we're covering Cooper, recovering Lamb. Michael Gallup with the 50-yard TD. No, shut up. So, yeah, okay. So it's either you forgot somebody or no, I don't think you forgot anyone. I think I think our top three is the same. No, because you don't have the Bills. The Buffalo Bills are my number two. Okay, so I have two two questions, Logan. Why the heck is your okay? So hopefully we have the same number one. I two am. questions though. Why the hell did you put the Bills over the three over all those teams? Is it just like have you okay? Savon Diggs, great. We know this, right? Yes. Cole Beasley, you're like, oh, he's going to take a step back. He still almost had 35. He had um, 35. He's 31. Oh, okay, whatever. Get out of here with your f- false knowledge. <laughs> trying, to, trying to make me look bad. He almost had 1,000 yards last year, Okay. Now you keep going. Gabriel Davis, toe drag swag, Mr. Tightrope himself. Almost 600 yards and seven touchdowns. He, if you're like, oh, Alan Lazard can be a number one. Or what are they? Who did you say? Andy, no, Christian Kirk can be a number one. Gabriel Davis can be a number one in the future. Anyway, you go to Emmanuel Sanders, who was in fact a number one in San Francisco two years ago. He wasn't that good in New Orleans, but under Josh Allen, who is significantly better than Drew Brees was last season. Yeah. I think he could thrive. And then you see Isaiah McKenzie, you know, 
may not have the yards, but he has the touchdowns, five touchdowns. That's pretty good. He's also a toe drag swag guy, too. Toe drag swag. So that's five receivers right there. That's why I put them over the Dallas Cowboys because they have the depth. The, the Rams, they have also have depth, but they don't have the success that these Bills receivers do. So I think you need to stop disrespecting the Bills. Stop disrespecting Cole Beasley and saying he's 35 years old because he's not. <laughs> <laughs> don't disrespect um, Gabriel Davis and his toe drag swag. And I would love to know who you have at number two so I can see so, if I forgot. Let's, you probably didn't forget. That you probably overlooked this team as you tend to do. I um, love overlooking teams. Actually, you don't, you don't usually overlook this team. I'm hoping that we have the same number one. I, think. I hope so too. Let me just, I'm just going to listen this, this, um, this team you just say right here and hope. We I mean, have the same. I think one. we have the same number one. There's no way we don't. There's no way. Like, I thought about it this time. I thought about it this time. <laughs> I got this. No, but I don't know. Maybe I'm high on this, just like you're high on the Bills. I'm very high on this team, and I think my being high on them is way more justified than you. I don't think you're – I don't think that's fair. I think you're being a little too harsh here. I'm not being too harsh here. With my number two, based on yours? Tell me who it is. Logan, my number two is the Cleveland Browns. Oh, yeah. They were (laughs) album mentioned. I just kind of actually forgot to say that they were album mentioned because they were – Irrelevant to me. <laughs> yeah, you overlooked them. Talk to me about uh, the Cleveland Browns because other than Mr. Michigan Man himself and Rashad Higgins. And, and Jarvis time, Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. Logan, what? Four guys, man. Four guys. And how, Mr. Michigan Man is just... We just a, said... Wait, 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 wait. We just made a case on why the, the Cowboys with three guys okay. is good. And you yeah. have the... And this is with the Michigan man then, as their number four. He isn't even that good. He's just a meme. Logan. Logan. I said it. I'm sorry, Donovan. Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry. Rashad Higgins was the best receiver on this team last year in terms of consistency and actually showing up. But, Logan, what? Noah, come on, man. This is just ridiculous. Logan, who are you You're embarrassing yourself. Two? Embarrassing. The rounds are two? Did you even uh-huh. look at the Bills receiving core? I did look at the Bills receiving core. That's why I opened up that they're not on this team, right? And why the hell is Odell Beckham on this list? He is, we didn't even play last year. He threw more touchdown passes than he had touchdown catches, probably. He, no, he had three touchdown catches. In seven games, he still was extremely fit. Logan, wait. I don't, I don't think we could be on the pod anymore, Logan. I don't think you – I think you are way too high on this team. This is ridiculous. Okay, first off, coming from a Pittsburgh fan, it's not your job to estimate how good the Browns are. Okay? You're, you're talking about a team that has a 1,500-yard receiver with 127 catches, and this team had no 1,000-yard receiver. And Yeah, because not all of them, play, not all of them played the entire season. And this is a, a team that the Browns run the ball 49% of their offense. And they shouldn't be the number two receiving core. I would say like five would be fair. Logan. Two? Logan. Two. Logan. Two. Logan. You're saying that the the Browns receiving core is better than the Giants. Yes. Yes. This, yes. I actually am. I, I, think that. That, I think I don't even feel stupid for having the Bills. At Logan. Logan. Let's make a bet I, right I, now. I, I Logan. Think, Logan. No. Logan. What? Let's make a bet right now. Hopefully there aren't any injuries or whatever. Next season, which team will have more receiving yards total? With their receiving, receiving the Bills. Yards. Okay. 
Stephon Diggs will have another a thousand yards and okay. Logan. Don't no, don't even say like you're saying okay, like I should well, no, okay. Logan. You're Logan. Saying, what, you want to make the bet right now. Yes, right now. Bills will have more total receiving yards than the Cleveland Browns next year. Don't make me think I'm my stupid. <laughs> I don't think you're stupid. I, I don't think you're stupid. Confident in my but you think I'm stupid for picking the Browns. No, I do actually. You're you're, you're okay. Just, the dumbest thing. So ever. I think the Browns will have more receiving what yards. What is this bet? What, what do we what do I win? You win, I'll give you. I'll buy you whatever jersey you'd like. Okay, is it real or fake? I mean, I don't buy fake <laughs> I buy all my jerseys from the NFL shop, Fanatics, and they're they're made. I'll buy you whatever jersey you want, buddy. That's all I have to say. I, I buy all my jerseys from the US of A. They're, yeah. Okay. okay. Number one. Number one. Tampa Buccaneers? Yes. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm okay. making sure because okay, okay. I know last year. I mean, even last game. Last, um, last, last week. <laughs> last week, I like I forgot about them, but you know. You forgot about them, but at the same time, you didn't really. You could have made a case. Well, you forgot the top two. You forgot the Giants, Logan. Yeah, last week, last week, was you last, last week. week didn't happen. Okay, I, you, I gave you a week for this. You know what I did? I I said. Screw the stats. No one gives a shit about them. I'm looking at just the player and if they're successful or not. And I did. Okay. No, Tyler. If we go by this, my if we go by my um criteria, Uh this team this team is the only team. This team is really the only team that kind of fits your criteria because that's for sure. And his seven straight a thousand yard seasons since he's been in the league, basically. Chris Goblin last year he was kind of injured, but he was still great. Yes. When I didn't know Scotty Miller had 500 yards. Scotty Miller, solid, you know, slot receiver. He did, had 500 yards. Antonio Brown. Ugh. Um, you know, he's Antonio Brown. Love and he's your fourth best receiver. Yeah. And then Tyler Johnson is so a prom- promising young rookie. Now, this list included tight ends. First off, if we have to talk about this web, I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have have the best offensive. Has the best roster. Yeah, yeah. they have no holes on their. It's actually annoying how good this roster is. It's it's literally annoying. Yeah, but we can agree on some things. But you know, I can't believe. Actually, you know what? My number one. I'm changing it. For, to what, Logan? The Philadelphia Eagles. They got seventh round pick Travis Fulgham. They got former quarterback Greg Ward. Hold on, hold on. You, you just said the Philadelphia Eagles, and it, I'm going to it before we get into hot takes. I need to find the screenshot that I took just to discuss this on the pod. I was just kidding. The Eagles should be nowhere near a top receiving quarterback. I, I knew you were kidding. I know you're not. Um, I just want to make that clear because, you know, I love the Eagles so much. There you go. In fact, you hate the Eagles. You you despise the Eagles. You think the I Eagles do? Are... I despise them with every. I despise them more than I despise that idiotic statement you said about the Browns. Ugh. I don't think it was that idiotic. I right? think if anything, they're way too high. They might be. You know what? Maybe they're not the number two. I don't maybe think they're not. But maybe the they're... Bills should at least be number five on your list. I think. Yeah. You know, 
You know what? Maybe I did. I disrespected the Bills a little too much. A little I'd too like much. to apologize. No, to you know what? Last year, last week. Why do you keep saying last year? Last <laughs> week, you didn't let me apologize. So screw you. No more. Yeah, okay. You know what? My opinion is on your phone, huh? My opinion. I'm not looking up shit. I'm told. I just told you I'm gonna look up something to to. I had to tell you about because uh-huh. I saw something that was ridiculous. Before we get into hot takes, okay? All right. Okay. All right? I'm sorry, I'll calm down. Damn. Jeez. All right. So. Since we're talking about overrated anyway, I saw something about um, the, the all overrated defense of the uh-huh. NFL from the starting 11. Not plugging them, I'm just saying. I don't know if I agree with this at all. It's actually, uh, they're not over, not, not all these players are overrated. So it was an all overrated defense. I'm going to start from the defensive line. Um, right end, Trey Hendrickson, overrated. Inside. Uh... I don't, I don't see. I don't know how people rate these. Like, I would say he only has had one good season, one sure. great sorry, one great season. So no, one good season. You're correct. If you look at the amount of money he got paid compared to how much success he's had. I would say yes, he's kind of overrated, but I don't see people putting him on top ten lists. Um, Linval Joseph. Um, as at defensive tackle, I don't know. See, are people saying Linval Joseph is good? I I don't know. He's been in the league for ten years, so he used to be good, but he's kind of bounced around. So I would say, uh, yeah, I would, but I don't know how. He's never he, had more than. Four I don't hear people talking about him as some, one of the best defensive tackles. I mean, he he has a lot of tackles for a, a defensive tackle, but he's also never had more than four sacks in his career. Um, at left end, Yannick Ngakwe. I'm looking up Yannick's stats right now. Those stats. He's only been in the league for four years. So he's, been, he's been on four teams. Also has 45 sacks. Oh my. <laughs> so Yannick um, Gakwe. Sorry, pal. Even though he's a nutcase, no, sorry, I can't say that. Even though he has have locker room issues and he's been on four different teams in four years. He still has 45 and a half career sacks. So, no. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the secondary yet because it really made me really upset. To see you grind your gears, Noah? It really grinded my gears, not going to lie. Oh, you are the secondary guru over here. I love the secondary. So I am uh, not, however. So. so, linebackers, he put Bud Dupree. I don't know if he's overrated. He had eight See, sacks last year, two fumbles in 11 games. For the money he got, I would say yes, he's overrated just because, I don't know, he had one his contract year and then his, I think he was franchise tagged. Yeah. Where he, he wasn't good at the beginning of his career. His past two seasons have been good. Uh, I He also was playing opposite TJ Watt though, so is that Part of his success, I don't know. Probably. So, I would just say, beginning of his career, he was he was they kind of saw him as a bust. His past two years have been better, but he played against T.J. Watt, who is one of the best defensive players in the league. So, for the money he got from the Titans, I would say yes, he is overrated slightly, but he's still a good player. 
by the way, everything outside of, like, we've made good points for every single, outside of Yannick, we've made good points for everyone, how they're not overrated. Everything outside of it is just, uh, from now on, is going to be terrible. Number two, Jalen Smith. Uh, Jalen Smith is 25 years old. He's overpaid, which I guess maybe is what he's looking at. Which is what they're looking at. He's overpaid. Don't know. That's no. That's not what he, they're looking at. Well, he had he has tackles. He has a lot of tackles. Shit ton of tackles actually. Which uh, I'm actually looking at this. That's kind of crazy. Uh, How many yeah. tackles is that? Oh my god. I mean, the Cowboys don't. They're on the field a lot, defense wise. Um. I mean, I. I don't know what are they looking at then? Because if I, I would say if for the contract he's on sure he's a little overrated you know that's what i was thinking that they were talking about maybe because of um the the contracts that they're being paid maybe they're he's played all he's played 16 games three years in a row like anyway so number two the next i don't don't get this next one patrick queen (laughs) is it defensive rookie of the year conversation last year he He's had last year, uh, in that one year, 10 QB hits, nine tackles for loss, 106 tackles, three sacks, two fumble recoveries, two forced fumbles, two pass deflections, and an interception in 16 games. I think that, that's stupid. No, sorry. Um, next, I need to look at the stats, but here's Shaq Barrett. Shaq Barrett, are you kidding me? As uh. As overrated, Shaquille Barrett he's had eight sacks last year, and he had nineteen and a half sacks the year before. Maybe because of his time in Denver, they're looking at. But my guy had nineteen and a half sacks. Currently, though, he's rated perfectly fine. All right, now let's go into the the the. In the past two years, he's had what thirty tackles for loss. Yeah. Anyway, in the in the now we're going to the secondary, which made me. I don't know if the, we'll start with the thing that made me less mad, Marcus Peters. That's I I wouldn't be mad. That's not terrible. That's not terrible. I mean, he did have four interceptions, with two tackles, a tackle for loss. But you know what? Let's look. You gotta look. And four forced fumbles. In depth, Noah. You know, because that's what you gotta look at. You really want to look in depth? You're correct. You're correct. He's even though he's still a very respected corner in the league, and people would put him. He's top ten corner, right? Uh, top ten? No. Sorry. Okay, how about this guy? You think this guy is the top 10 corner that he also put as overrated? Marshawn Lattimore. No. Moron. <laughs> you calling the starting 11 a moron? Yeah, starting 11. He moron. says that Marshawn Lattimore is one of the most overrated players in the league. Okay, let me just look at my friend Marshawn Lattimore's stats right here because if I recall correctly, Mr. Mike Evans, who we talked about previously, Catches like two yard passes against this man. Uh, opposing Q- okay, so the, the uh, interceptions, but you know, the interceptions aren't there. But 52 opposing QBs are throwing 52.9% against them, and then and 50% the year before. Look at the QB rating against them last year 79.4. He only allowed 484 air yards this year. <laughs> Get out of here. Okay, next, uh, Devin McCourty, which I had, I need to look at the stats, but I wouldn't be mad if 
Devin McCourty. Marshawn Lattimore is like the third best corner of the league. We discussed this last yes, week. Yes, we literally did. Devin McCourty is 33. So, like, I don't know if we call him overrated. He's also has – he's all pro. He's He has the, like, acumen. So – He's old. Maybe that's why, but like Maybe. The past that's- two years he's had seven interceptions over a hundred tackles. Like, what do you want from him? What do you want from the guy? And then finally he put Antoine Winfield Jr. Oh wow. That's a real attack on someone that we it's a real attack on a guy who just won the to- as a rookie. So whatever. Yeah, I just it, it makes me weird uh, when I see that. I don't I don't like when you hate on rookies. Like, let the man go. It's just first off, crazy. first off, Hansel Winfield Jr. is not overrated. A Patrick Queen for sure is not overrated. You could th- think of so many other linebackers that are overrated outside of Patrick Queen. So sorry, sorry, starting eleven. That's not Terminal. not a good take in my bag. My no bag. It's time for hot take season, Logan. All right, let's get these. I mean that that whole graphic was a hot take. Oh, oh, ah, this one's gonna get you started. Um, <clears throat> Josh Jacobs fan account. Oh, my <laughs> Josh Jacobs. Um, Josh Jacobs fan account, aka at Raider Stink Season, says, I sit around and think about the duo of Jacobs and Drake, and I honestly th- believe that they could dethrone Chubb and Hunt as the best RB duo in the league. What's this guy's name again? At, <laughs> at Raiders Stink Season. Oh. Raiders tank season? Yes. I think your answer is right there in your name, sir. Because if I recall correctly, the Cleveland Browns have a pretty good offensive line, you know? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. You're not mistaken at all, actually. The the Raiders, you know who they have? Or how about who they don't have? Rodney Hudson. Rodney Hudson. Gabe Jackson. Trent Brown. They have Richie Incognito. Richie Incognito came back. But I'm sorry. What? Derek yeah, this. Was, you know, he was sacked 26 times last year. I don't know what that ranks. But. So they were 11th in attempt in rushing attempts last year and 14th in rushing yards. That's going to take a. Okay. A so let me just. I want to go. Let's, let's match this up. So you think. That Kenyon Drake. <laughs> how many how many yards did Kenyon Drake have? Kenyon Drake and Josh Jacobs are going to outrush Nick Chubb and I'm, why am I forgetting? Kareem Hunt, right? Yeah. Okay, so Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb had I'm gonna do math because I can't do math in my head. Well, first off, let me talk about Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs had 1,065 yards. Nick Chubb had that by himself. And then you have Kareem Hunt, who adds – together they have 1,900 yards. That's not including their receiving yards, which isn't that much. Wasn't Kenny and Drake, like, unplayable last year? I don't remember him. Kenny and Drake had – last season had – 955 yards. 955 yards, really? Dang. Okay, maybe we were mistaken, but not really. 
I just think the offensive line thing is a is a problem. Okay. Technically, they had more yards than Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb had combined, but I don't care because your hot take is slowly losing. It's losing. no, no, it's not losing any ground because Josh Jacobs still has a thousand yards, but you know Devontae Booker, who was the number two option, only had four hundred yards. Yes. So Kenyon Drake isn't getting isn't getting two hundred and thirty. Kenyon Drake isn't getting 239 rushing attempts next season. I don't, and also look at the yards per attempt. Remember for Josh Jacobs, 3.9 yards per attempt. Oh, abysmal. So, okay. So here we go. Let's just lay it out for you. Number one, Kenyon Drake's not getting 239 attempts next season. So he's not getting almost a thousand yards, right? Mm-hmm. Number two, Josh mm-hmm. Jacobs is yards per carry is, is as good as Frank Gore's. Number three, they have lost three of their best offensive linemen, and they will not have anywhere to run except for into the back of Rashid Incognito. Yes. So, and then number four, the Cleveland Browns are even better. And, you know, they love running that run because Kevin Stefanski is smart. He knows that Baker Mayfield's slightly limited, so he's going to – Pound that they run the ball 49% of their, t- of their time. Have we forgotten that Nick Chubb was also injured for a quarter of the season? So he, he could have more yards. So please, Mr. Raiders man. Gonna, <laughs> it's not happening, bud. It's not Next, happening. We're, we're going to restore oh, the war, a.k.a. Detroit Lions 313. Oh, man. <laughs> this isn't actually um, this isn't Detroit related, but Warren Sharp um, Tweeted a picture of Urban Meyer. Okay. It's great. <laughs> um, this guy quoted to me and said, Terrible coach. Has never called a single play in his career. Won't last more than three years. Trevor Lawrence is also going to suck. Three years is generous, but. Uh... <laughs> Bro, rookie coach is not, not generous at all. Terrible coach. Because in college, every place he went to. Now, this isn't college anymore, Urban. Definitely not. <laughs> And you know, I, the Jaguars couldn't mess up Trevor Lawrence's career. They are having Tim Tebow take quarterback reps. Great start. Will Tim Tebow throw a, a touchdown pass? This probably. I don't know. No, yeah. See, I think that Trevor Lawrence's career will be ruined because Urban Meyer doesn't know how to coach in the NFL. If that if that would be why it would be ruined. Yes. Ur- Trevor Lawrence. I think will outlast Urban Meyer though. Urban Meyer, I don't think will be a success. Three years is a, is a, isn't that generous for a rookie head coach though. Like what? We're going on year three for Cliff. We're going on year three for Zach. Sean McVay lasted three years for Zach. Yeah, we're going up to year three for Zach Taylor. Aren't we? I I think okay, three years, four. I think four years if there's no results by it. This is a rebuild. They won one game last season. Yeah. I think by four, year four, if Urban hasn't shown progress, he'll be. It's Urban Meyer though. They're not going to just kick him out after one season. Um. Next. Um, but no, Urban Meyer. I'm. We're very hesitant to call him a successful hire. Uh, yeah. I'm. But I'm not. I don't like that Trevor Lawrence is also going to suck. It, Trevor Lawrence. Does- can overcome the Jaguars' dysfunction. 
And they also have great weapons. So he, he offensively, I think the Jaguars will be competitive. Can I say this real quick? I think it's very, in today's age, especially as the NFL game gets more tailored to the college game, it's really, really hard for a rookie QB to suck. That's not right. <laughs> Wait, what? Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, excuse me. I just had a little tickle in my throat. Mitch Trubisky. No, in their rookie year, it's very hard to see somebody suck. Outside of Sam had a pretty okay rookie season. Baker had an okay rookie season. Justin Herbert, don't even get me talk about his rookie season. Maybe Daniel Jones is the exception, but the way Daniel Jones came in was also very weird. Joe Burrow was pretty good. I think mm, it's going to be Mitchell Trubisky's rookie season. Mm, seven How bad was it? Touchdowns, seven interceptions in 12 games. 2,193 yards. For a, for a team that's starting, if you're starting week one, it's really hard to suck, especially, especially if you have so many non-limitations like Trevor Lawrence. Josh Rosen was terrible. Josh Rosen was not a mobile QB. Is he the anomaly? Huh? Is he the anomaly, though? Josh Rosen is going to be an anomaly in a lot of NFL-based questions, and you know it, Logan. Yes. I don't know where my Josh Rosen is, actually. I think it's at home in my office. But anyway. What is wrong with you? You left Josh Rosen at home? I did leave Josh Rosen at home. Anyway. Trevor Lawrence is gifted at almost everything. He can transcend. It's going to be really hard for Trevor Lawrence. If you're talking about him going out there and throwing a football into receiver's hands, it's going to be really hard to mess that up. Urban Meyer messes that up, I'm going to be very surprised. Um, Because if that's one thing that Trevor Lawrence would do is throw a damn football. Next, Braxton Peterson at Braxton's DFS said, 2021 hot take, Jamar Chase steps onto the field and is immediately a top three wide receiver in the NFL. Oh, my goodness. Braxton, what team does he like? I think the Bengals, obviously. Braxton, please stop. Because Devontae Adams exists and DeAndre Hopkins exists. Michael Thomas still exists. Michael Thomas. First off, T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd still exist. Uh, Sapan Diggs still exists. Top three? Justin Jefferson had a great season last year. He's not even top three. how How about we set the bar a little low there? Let's we, go. We also, well, think even if you think about, um, if you think about, what Joe Burrow's not throwing anyone next season. <laughs> Justin to Joe Mixon. Justin Jefferson also had so much. Adam Thielen had to be injured. Irv Smith was your second best receiver. Right, like we. <laughs> it was a lot going for Tyler Justin. Boyd and T Higgins. Both had, I think, over eight hundred yards last season. You're not coming in there. Jamar Chase hasn't played a lick of football in two years. Yeah. Uh-uh. And that's... He's talking... About, Braxton, you're talking out of your ass. Stop. You're making a fool of yourself. Um, Let's talk about... Oh, we're going to the NBA for this one. Oh. Hot take. These by Bob Futon at Bob Futon or whatever. Futon. Hot take. These unruly fans in the NBA are the only thing making this round interesting and are good for the game. Uh, My column soon. Fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. Listen, Bob. Mr. Mr. What was it? Futon. Futon. Mr. Futon. (laughs) You, my friend, have you ever played a sport? That's a great question. Has he? 
And have you ever had someone throw, what was it, a water bottle? A water bottle, popcorn. Do you want a water bottle to be thrown at you? I think the NBA was better when there was cardboard fans. Not cardboard fans. Video screen fans. <laughs> Lucy can throw things at people. I don't think it's... What if someone was feeling dangerous that day? You know, they were like like um, Baker Mayfield. They're feeling dangerous. I also don't think so it's... I had to um... throw something that would actually hurt them. I don't. I also don't think it's the only thing making this round interesting. <laughs> that's, uh, how about some? Dumb. Maybe what, what was this fair team? It's probably the Sixers. It's it's probably like oh, maybe it's, like, oh it's, it has to be the Sixers because right? if you're actually watching the games, which I mean I'm not, but Noah is. I am. I am watching the games. There are interesting series here. The Celtics. Way, this, the Nets are in the process of closing out the Celtics right now. Okay, well, that game is that series is not an interesting series, but there are interesting series in this round. You, my friend, are just not finding them. But his column says I'd love, safety, to, I'd love to read his column. Is not good for the game, uh, denying players uh, a safe environment is not good for the game, my friend. I would love okay. to read the column too. It's good, you know, it makes them tough. Getting thrown water balls at you makes you tough. You gotta be able to take it. <laughs> is that what this is about, Bob? Anyway, so uh, this is a oh, double. I love instead of looking up hot takes, I just like to see the mentions or whatever. Okay. Um, someone said talk about this is Luda at King of Ludacris. No, more like his stage is Ludacris. Ha ha ha! Anyway, no, Luda at King of underscore Spade said, "I don't think they can beat Milwaukee." Who? Talking about the Nets, right? Um, at Bevo at Bev say what says? Oh, really? This is a hot take. I feel like the Bucks still don't have that NBA Finals experience, but we shall see. They looked pretty darn good against the Heat. Okay. So Do you think? Huh? So far, so good. Do, okay. So no, at Bev say what is saying it's the hot. It's a hot take that saying that the Nets won't get past Milwaukee. It's not a hot take. I don't think the Nets will get past Milwaukee. Yeah, I know it's not a hot take to say that they will. They're two good teams going up against each other. It's not like me saying, oh, the Hawks are going to beat the the Bucks if they played. That would never happen. That's a hot take. The, really hot take. the two seed playing the three seed and saying one of the teams will win is not a hot take. Next. Uh... So, yeah, I bet both of you guys, it's not hot takes here. I don't think yeah. it's necessarily a hot you take know, that the Nets... I'm trying to just be, like, cool and give hot takes. You know, if you want to say a hot take, give a real hot take. Like, the fact that the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies are going to come back and win this series. That's a terrible hot take, Logan. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> there's, there's a Grizzlies-related Grizzlies hot take, though. Um, Next. <clears throat> H-Town, Hot Rocket, at H-Town Better. Uh, no. Right. <clears throat> Said, worse. Hot take: the 2018 NBA draft will go down as the best draft class ever. Okay, let's. You know, I still I haven't looked at it yet. As an expert, as as yeah, we are both experts, pretty well. Now I'm looking at this NBA drafts. I will be the judge of that one, sir. Best one ever. Best one ever, because I I mean, what was it? 2003. <clears throat> One can argue the 2019 draft has some gems. I can argue that, what was it? I think the 20... 
I I haven't looked. Okay, let's see. DeAndre Ayton, you know, he is playing better, so I could agree. There's one solid, good, good player. Marvin Bagley. Yeah. No, 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 not Marvin Bagley. Luca, <laughs> superstar. Jaron Jackson. And we'll see. Trey Young. Superstar. Colin Sexton. Superstar. Mo Bamba. No. No. Shot. SGA. Love him. Miles My- Bridges. Yeah, maybe. Mikel Bridges. Michael Porter. If- I think that's where it's oh, not. Walker. Of course. That, I think that's where it stopped. Robert Williams is here. Ned. Anthony Simons. And Landry Shamit. Devontae Graham. Gary Trent. Shake Milton. Who well, I don't think it's it's not Best ever? no. It's still pretty good though. I would give it a couple years, though. Same with 2019. Like, even if you look at 2019, Zion Williamson, John Moran, and RJ Barrett are the top three. I went the wrong way. Whoops. If anything, <clears throat> what was the Jason Tatum draft? That was 2017. If, why are we not talking about the 2017 draft? The 2017 draft, you want to talk about gems. Wasn't that Benson? Simon Mitchell, Mitchell and Bam Adebayo, 13 and 14. That, was that? I hope that wasn't. If that's Devin Booker's draft. No, Devin Booker is way earlier than that. <clears throat> but anyway, you have Markel, not Markel, Lonzo Ball, Jason Tatum, Darren Fox, Dennis Smith Jr., Malik Monk, Luke Nard, Donovan Mitchell, Bam Adebayo, John Collins, OG Ananobi, Kyle Kuzma, Josh Hart. You would, I would say that's a better draft class than 2019. I mean, yeah, 2018. <clears throat> give it some time. I think give it some time. If you want to talk, I'm sorry, this is just getting out of control. If you want to talk about a real good draft class, Anthony Davis, Bradley Beal, and Dame Dalla. Okay, 2012 is a great draft class. No one denies that 2012 well, is better than 2018, I would say. Well, yes, of course. Those are all all stars. Oh, 2011 is even better. Okay, we're, we're, we're going to <laughs> we're going crazy. I'm sorry. Oh, 2011 is, is even better. Okay, 2018 draft class, not the best ever. Still fairly, still pretty good, though. Let's wait a couple years on that one, though. Next, Diamond Jim Lowe at Diamond Jim Lowe. Says, okay, Jim. <laughs> not exactly a hot take, but John Morant is the next face of the NBA. He's the most entertaining player to watch in the entire league. What's this big obsession? <laughs> With the face of the NBA. Who Yes, you need a face of the NBA now that LeBron's on the outside. Why can't we have multiple faces? Because we're not I don't know. And if the Jim, let's be honest with ourselves here. We could it could be John Morant, but would the media really allow that? And we all know No, no, they would not. Zion, Mr. Zion Williamson, the greatest player ever to ever walk the planet. The only basketball player apparently to ever walk the planet is the new face of the league. Who cares about Luka Doncic, who's way better? And who cares about Giannis, who's way better? Who cares about who else is there? Donovan Mitchell, uh, he's John, pretty good. You could say John Morant, he's pretty good. I think we got saying John Morant, he was pretty good. Devin Booker, he's pretty good. They're all young. Do you players. think John Morant's one of the most exciting players in the NBA today? Yes, he's gonna hurt himself, but yes. <laughs> Gonna hurt himself. But I, uh, I have my my John Morant jerseys coming from a a reputable company in America. 
got his jersey coming in. Yeah, yeah, he'll be. Thank he's you. still great. I will make um, sure he plays in the league. But no, come on, seriously, Jim. Let's be realistic here. The, we as much as we want to see a small market team like the Memphis Grizzlies have a super uh, a, the face of the league be John Moran, it's not gonna happen. It's, it's gonna, gonna be whoever the media pushes, and it's gonna be Zion. It's gonna be Taylor Horton Tucker. Tucker, yeah, be Zion Williamson, and then when LeBron's gone, it's gonna be Anthony Davis or Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> remember, I tweeted this out, but remember, like 2015 summer league. I don't know if you remember. I saw that. Or it was Lonzo Ball, Alex Caruso, and Kyle Kuzma tore up summer league. Lonzo Ball won summer league MVP. I remember that because that team, that Lakers summer league team, was so fun to watch. Jordan Clarkson. Jordan that Clarkson. Was, I, I think was it. I feel like that was 2017 or 2018. First off, Logan, we need to go to Vegas. What? We need to go to Vegas for the summer league. Oh, because summer league was fun that year. It was Lonzo Ball, who they were. It was it was one of the greatest summer leagues I've ever seen in my life. Literally, Kyle Kuzma was the. Donovan Mitchell was the top scorer of the summer league that year. Um, the Toronto Raptors had the highest seed. It was it was great. Like in all honesty, it was great. I, I feel like that was the best. Bam Adebayo was one of the higher highest point leaders. Dwight Bikes was in that. Trevion Graham. It was it was great. Anyway, we were gonna go talk about what superheroes would make the best QB, but we're running short on time here. Oh come on! Did you do research about this, Logan? No. Okay, then we're just, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make it a graphic and call it a day. No, it's it's gonna take me like five seconds to just say it. There's only one. I would think that'd be good. Who'd you put? I would think Captain America. Idiot. The Flash. <laughs> Literally. Okay, quarterback, right? Quarterback. Just imagine. Boom. He ran into the end zone. That's not. Yes, you're running back though. Ready? Ready? No. Lamar Jackson's a quarterback. <laughs> Lamar Jackson's a quarterback. Please. <laughs> Ready? Okay, fine. If you don't like that, he throws it, right? To himself. Because he can run down the field really fast. Okay, so now he's Marcus Mariota. And then, like, end of the game. One second left. What do you do? You have the ball. He just runs into the end zone because he's that fast. He can dodge. Have you ever seen the flash? The flash time? He can, like, dodge and weave and everyone. What the hell is Captain America going to do? Huh? Throw the ball. Throw the ball. I thought you would say like Superman or something. At least he throws the ball with some power. He can like laser. Captain America throws a vibranium shield. He can laser beam someone who's about to intercept his. Okay, so I'm saying this. I'm saying this as correct answer is the Flash. It's literally Logan. Because I'm saying who is stopping the Flash? Please, Logan. Let's like let's talk about like playing in a winter game. Then that. (laughs) He should just sit out in December. December, he can't play. Half the NFL season is in the winter. They play in a dome. Half the NFL season is in the winter. He better hope they play in a dome, man. He plays in Chicago. That, then I wouldn't pick the Flash. Who would you pick? Superman. He can just fly up and into the end. No flying allowed. No flying allowed. There was no stipulation. No flying allowed. No superhero. What superhero would make the best QB? You have not. A quarterback, like in physical terms. Okay, fine. The Hulk. No. No one can tackle him. He can throw the ball. He's a QB. You need somebody to throw the ball to your receiver, Logan. 
Okay, so the Flash <laughs> will throw it to himself. He's the wide receiver <laughs> and the quarterback, and he's the running Flash back. Flash looks like he has terrible arm strength. Does it matter? He can catch it and then run really fast away. He would be him. a great wide receiver. He would be a great any player. No. Have you, have you seen Invincible? Actually, no. Spider Man would be the best wide receiver. How? Oh, there's a web it. The, well, the agility. I'm thinking of. Never mind. Okay. But have you seen Invincible? The the red rifle, whatever the hell his name is. The red rocket. The red Russian. I don't know who you're talking about. In Invincible, the fast oh, guy. Oh, the fast guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Russian, whatever the hell his name is. It's not red Russian. It's fast guy. The red guy in the, 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 guy in the red suit. He has arm strength. He punches J.K. Simmons really hard on the chest a lot. Well, that's not arm strength. That's if you... It's, if I hit you with a bottle, okay. so he can generate. No, his if arm, I hit you, if I hit you with a bottle, he can generate his time. arm. Have so much power in his arm that the ball just goes out the stadium. This is yeah. this is not even a debate. It's the Flash. Like any other superhero is irrelevant. Captain, Captain America would make a great. Captain America player. got beat up by a giant purple razor. About Thanos. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay. Anyway, and he's also old now. Spoiler alert: He's old. Okay, now. Brett Favre but, played until he was old. He did. That Steve looked like he was gonna fall over and die. <laughs> that Steve looks like Brett Favre. Anyway, okay. he also no, he looks like Joe Biden. But <laughs> <We're> okay. <laughs> It's way too much time on this segment. I didn't think you were going to say something so stupid. That's not stupid. I want a QB, Logan. I don't need all that. You have a QB, and you have a running back, and a wide receiver. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway. You know what? You have a defensive back, too. He could no. be any player on that team. Put Hulk on the defensive line, though. Oh. That would be nice. <laughs> anyway. UEFA Champions League, Logan. I want to... I have somebody preparing. Yeah, it's something. Is it a speech, bro? Logan, you want to talk about the Champions League for two seconds? Trusty, I hope he's going to win. Nah, I, I think their run ends here. You think? I thought the run was going to end. Like, All right. So, you know, as we heard Noah say, I think their run is going to end here. And let me just do some quick research. Oh, wait. <laughs> their run didn't end because they won. And Noah's shitty team, and their and their their oil money wasn't enough for the power of Thomas Tuchel and his (laughs) amazing. Thomas Tuchel, that's your guy. Thomas Tuchel is the goat. Chelsea's first Champions League title in nine nine years. How many? There's a lot of teams that don't have the Champions League title, so. You know what? London is blue. Royal blue. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh-uh. That's all. Are you just going to skip over like that? What do, you have to say for, what do you have to say for yourself? I'm going to say this. We'll be back. Oh, my God. You're Without right. Kuna Aguero, obviously. He's yeah, going to yeah. be joining Barca. Back every year. Pep is still one of the best managers in that. Pep can't get it done, man. Got it done. We want the prem. Okay, who gives a flying fuck about the prem? <laughs> what? Okay. Pep. Okay. Okay. Logan. No. 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 Okay. Logan. 
We're going to look at Manchester City has won the Prem like what? Three of the last five years. Mm -hmm. Who cares anymore? Pep is only the only thing he has yet to get at Manchester City. The only thing he has yet to get since uh, Barcelona in what? 20. Man, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. I'm looking. They won the UEFA. It's been 2011. 2010, 2011 season. That has has been almost two decades. It's been two decades. It's been a single decade. No, a single decade. My fault. It's been almost over 10 years since Pep has won the Champions League. I don't give a shit about his Premier League titles anymore. Win the Champions League, pal. Okay. We'll do it. We'll do it, do it next then. year. Do it. We'll do it next year. Yeah, we'll do it next year. Chelsea. Chelsea had no right being here. I'm sorry. As a fan of that team, they were literally ninth in January. They were terrible. They were the worst. Wonder what Timo Warner couldn't hit the broad side of a barn with a soccer ball. Get Christian Pulsich on there, see what he has to say. Christian Pulsich is not going to Manchester City. And, no, I was talking about the pod, Logan. Oh, get him on here. The first American to win a Champions League final. Really? At a boy. Yeah. Wow. Him and Zach Stefan were the first ones, I think, to appear. He got he actually got tattooed on him. As he should. The Hershey man. Just a kid from Hershey. Just a kid from Hershey. And you know, Zach Stefan is just a kid. He's also from Pennsylvania. Manchester Pennsylvania, huh? Backup keeper. Anyway, I don't care if you have your there's no excuses, Pep. The Chelsea, this Chelsea team was not very. It's not as good as your team. Okay. What are you doing? Anyway, I don't care what you're doing. I love it. I love that you lost. Now I get to go buy a nice Chelsea jersey and be like, "Hey, Noah, look at this." Everyone, you wanted to buy one of these jerseys? Well, you can't now because that would be a bandwagon thing to do. Oh, look at that! Under on the Wikipedia page, it has UEFA Champions League. Runner up 2020 2021. That is such a nice award to have. Second place, you know what? Second place is still last place, Logan. So, what are we doing for the 2026 World Cup? I'm going to like six games. <laughs> six I'm games. going, there's one in Philly, there's one in New York, there's one in Boston, there's one in we got it, we got to go to all the see, there's one in road trip. No, no offense, but there are other people that I want to go to these games with. Well, ship with them too. Okay, fine. <laughs> what are you talking, Logan? What? What? I can't believe you would say that to me on. on I don't know, man. There's other soccer fans. I know who are more knowledgeable about soccer than you. You don't know where my knowledge about soccer. Your soccer knowledge is nowhere close to mine. I'm sorry. I know this, Logan, but you. I literally have every single. You do surprise me. I have every single encyclopedia from every single World Cup since I was born. And you know I- what? We get it. You have a big brain. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Logan, it's June 1st. First off, right? No. Yes. Not really? Already? June 1st, which means it's officially the summer of college football. Nice. And it's a summer that Overtime conversation gets a gigantic new look. We actually we, we tend to reinvent ourselves around this time, Logan. 
you know. We're, we're also go, going up on a year since we took over Overtime Conversations. Wow. It's been that long. Can you believe it? What have we done with our lives? Nothing. Oh, we lived through a pandemic. We did live through a pandemic. How many people can say that, huh? Um, I wish I wasn't someone who could say that. <laughs> Logan, so... Are you ready for our Patreon to be launched? Oh, shoot. That's right. It is June 1st. It is June 1st. First thing on the Patreon will be this episode, Uncut. Oh, God, no. Yeah, I know. Uncut. Oh, man. Uh, Fully first before anyone gets, sees it. It comes out tomorrow morning. Before but I even edit the pod. The episode comes out tomorrow. Now put it out tonight, Logan. Oh, shoot. Also, right now. We, put it out right, put it out right now. now. Stream it. As soon as we finish, put it out. But um, Logan, are you excited for? Uh, I I wish you would have told me this beforehand. I wasn't prepared to be uncut. I promise. Oh, did you do you wanna do you want me to hold off? Hold, hold no, off I don't. Did I say anything that dumb? I don't think so. I don't know. I think I'm not sure if I look ready for the spotlight, man. Oh um, shit! So don't. Okay. Don't look. At but me. um, still, it's college football in. This summer, our rankings are going to start coming out in June. Our, we have a lot of stuff. We have best and worst of college football coming we out. Got lists. We have Everyone shit ton lists. of lists, bro. Shit ton of lists, shit ton of graphics. Stuff for the Patreon. Top 25 and 25 coming up for the Patreon, Logan. This is, this is an exciting time. It's exciting time, time. For you to be a subscriber to our Patreon. And our pod. Just listen to the pod, bro. Yeah, and our pod, you know. Give it a listen. Share it with your friends. Your friends would love you for getting on this pod. For this, this is some. The, your friends need this in your life. They don't get this kind of entertainment from those big podcasts. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is true. But they don't have all the type of self awareness that we do. We do have the self deprecating awareness. Yeah, but Patreon is gonna. We're starting up June 1st. Articles going to be on there. Features are going to be on there. Interviews are going to be on there. Uh, I have some interview news for you, Logan. Oh, shoot. It's not good, but interview oh, news. Uh, rejected. I, no, if I, you, may not, if we I may told not. you that I sent an email to the wrong team. Oh, no. And they actually hit me back. Hey, oh, no. <laughs> and, you know, we might have the... the... We, might, we, we might have burned a couple bridges. We might have the entertaining banter and uh, the self-deprecating self-awareness, but we do not have the contacts or the connections. No, we, ha- we have the contacts. These big podcasts do. We have the contacts. So if you know like some sports... I worked hard to make sure we have the contacts. Okay. What bridges did you burn? I need, this, this can't be bad. Don't tell me on air, but <laughs> is it bad? On a scale of 1 in 10, how terrible... Is it, uh, it's, is, it's it's is it a badly burnt bridge? It's not. A, I mean, we're not gonna we're not gonna approach this team for like a year. Oh my god! Can you rebuild the bridge? I don't. I want to rebuild. Oh, the, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. That's why. Did you send the wrong player name or some shit? Yeah. Oh, I did. Just say, just say your kid stole your phone. You don't. And I was <laughs> no, no. I, I I replied to him. I told. Him, I was like. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yo, hey, and I tried to. So like, hey, but I was actually looking for him. And I knew this was going to happen with these two teams. Um, I knew it was going to happen. 
because their colors are so alike. I knew it was going to happen. No, it was a college team. It was not a college. I haven't sent any college teams. Was it I would a, not make that mistake with college teams. It was teams. an NFL team. It was not an NFL team. Was it an NBA team? It was an NBA team, Logan. That's all right. We have so many burnt bridges there anyway. <laughs> we have a lot of burnt bridges in the NFL. NBA. Like, who, who, who do we not mess with? The Bulls? The Kobe White can... Not suck. a friend of the show. Can not suck. a friend of the show at all. Boo. Um, I think you're too good for us, Kobe White. Well, we'll show you. Yeah, but we'll talk about that later. Logan, lug us out. All right. You know, if you liked what you heard here today, we are the Stick to Sports Podcast. And you can we, find, we can you can find us on all the DSPs. All of them. All of them. Every single one of them. You can find us on YouTube, the Stick to Sports Network. You can find us on Twitter at Stick to Sports to get notified when all the episodes that we record are released. Do we, do we post on the Instagram? Do we post on the Instagram? You can follow us on Instagram at the Stick to Sports Pod. We post on the Instagram. What do you, you talking also about? follow us on TikTok at Stick to Sports. Um, follow me on TikTok. No, 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 no self plugs. Except this for this entire podcast is a self plug. You know what? Fine. Noah's TikTok is what? At Noah Odich. Wow, so creative. I, I do. I made a sports TikTok today. Oh my God, another TikTok? Yes, a sports Anyway, one. shush. Okay. We are, we are postponing the streams until we are, Noah and I are together once again. So we can actually play some different games, you know, some, some sports related games that will be even more entertaining because Noah is absolutely trash at all of them. And he okay. thinks he's good, but he's not. I, a certain a certain last minute play, <laughs> a certain last minute play. He's really not very good. He just thinks he is. He talks a lot of shit. I talk a lot of shit, Logan. Yeah, that's him. Uh, anyway, streams will resume sometime in September, probably, to be determined at a later date. Uh, we have articles. Noah just released a nice article about. Fan interaction with players. So at Bob Futon. At Bob. Bob, you know what? If you want to get some inspiration for your column, or maybe just inspiration to not write that column, <laughs> read Noah's article at overtimeconversations.com. And you can find other articles like Noah's win prediction article and our upcoming college football position rankings, as well as other articles that we have yet to release or figure out what we're writing. You can follow us on Twitter at Overtime Combos to be notified when all those articles are released, as well as other graphics. You know, go interact with the best NFL player nickname graphic. Oh, there's some. We gotta talk about that too, because there's some. Right. <laughs> we got some replies on that one. Oh goodness! Uh, thank you to all of our hot takers and your wonderful opinions that we may have torn apart or praised not a lot of torn apart ones today except a couple except for that that raiders guy uh but thank you did a terrible job thank you for your input this is what happens when you you can consistently go for the stats logan i told you no 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 no. it's fine i explain myself well you just messed up my flow thank you to all of our 
Follow us on Twitter at Noah underscore Deej and at Logan Borgi. I don't tweet as much as I should. Noah tweets a lot, though. That is unfiltered. (laughs) That would be on the Patreon, which you should subscribe to any amount. Stick to Sports Plus, Overtime Conversations Plus. I think that's everything. Good job plugging, man. Look at you, an outlet. An outlet. I don't have a TikTok that I can plug. I'm sorry. You have a TikTok. I just don't post because I don't know. I don't know want to do that. Anyway, this has been the Sticks of Sports Podcast, where our opinions are the only ones that matter. This has been Noah. And Logan. I hate futons. I hate you and the Cleveland Browns. Thank you for listening. This is the Sticks of Sports Podcast with Noah and Logan.